Hello everyone, it's the hardcore legend Mick Foley wishing a nice day to everyone there, right there, at True Heel Heat. Yeah! <laughs> Welcome to True Heel Heat, the place where we use insider terms because we think we know what the fuck we're talking about, even though we don't. My name's Maxwell Jacob Friedman, and I'm better than you, and you know it. Hello, hello, hello. It is me. It is me, your True Hill Phenom SP3. We are live on the True Hill Heat YouTube and Facebook for NJPW Destruction in Kobe 2023 preview. Here to predict the card for NJPW New Japan Pro Wrestling this coming Sunday, New Japan World. Big card, 10 matches on the card for this Sunday show. And you know, we break down all the cards for all the major shows here on the True Hill Heat YouTube channel. So welcome to us. And I am joined by a very, very special guest. <laughs> someone that has been uh, very, very popular on social media ever since you, yeah, you stood out during media scrums and stuff. And now she's been on the True Hill Heat YouTube channel twice twice this month so i'm i'm very, feeling very proud very excited to have her back on and this time we're talking about more of her love of professional wrestling talking about japanese pro wrestling talking about new japan pro wrestling she is wonderful you got our map maps and graps is that right yes I, right. yeah i do my research maps and graps as well as everywhere else and i hope to see her more often here on true oh heat it is lyric wrestling what's going on lyric how you doing Hi, everybody. Happy to be here as always. And of course, happy to talk about my favorite thing, Japanese wrestling. So, so excited. And we're coming off a big week as well after that uh, that Osprey Marafuji matchup. I saw you tweeting about it. I tweeted about it a bunch. And I'm just going to get it off my chest now. Dave Meltzer, hand the stars to me. Let ah! me let me do the stars because I gave that match five stars. This man going to say four and three quarters. What? The, what? Come on, come on, man. Come, come on, man. I see. I seen your five star matches this year. I've seen like ten of them. That was less 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 quality than that. But I had to get that off my chest because we brought hey. it. But <laughs> what did you think about Osprey Marafuji before we get into this Sunday show? Fantastic, marvelous, amazing. 10 out of 10 experience um, over the past week. Like I've been, um, well, last week I was reviewing a lot of Mayor Fuji's matches and careers. I actually wrote a piece about it and it's just, it was really interesting. Like Osprey is so, you could tell so much of his offense has been influenced by Mayor Fuji. As he said, like it was just seeing like essentially like the past and the present converged and you just see like Osprey learned almost everything he knows from watching Marifuji and Marifuji is still Marifuji and still is an incredible shape. And I just loved everything about this match. Um, Marifuji should be in the GOAT conversation. Um, and I think a lot of people don't, uh, I'm not going to say they don't include him, but I don't think they know to include him, but he's your favorite wrestler's favorite wrestler. Um, and Will Osprey is just absolutely fantastic. Pro Wrestling Noah has had an incredible year, I believe. They've been the home of the dream match starting on January 1st. You know, Shinsuke versus um, Muto. We had Naka, um, not Nakamura, Nakajima versus Miyahara at One Night Dream. Now it's Osprey versus Marafuji. Shout out to Noah. They've been home of the dream match this year. 
Yeah, pro wrestling Noah. This is probably the most they've been talked about since maybe like 2006, 2007, when I first like discovered Marafuji and like Kenta and stuff like that, and just like seeing Marafuji against Osprey, I was just like, man. Yeah, he's he's one of the best ever because Kenta can't give you that type of match with Will Ospreay. That's, that's for sure. <laughs> and that I'm, I, I like their match in the G one, but it wasn't that level. It wasn't but next level. I do, but I do wonder. Like, think about it. It was just like a how do I say it? Like mid card matchup. I don't want to say he can't because, like, I do think if you give main Will Ospreay the main event in Corican Hall versus. Kenta, I think he could get that kind of match out of Kenta. Like, you know, if it's like for pro wrestling, style. no, I can see that. If it's for New Japan, I don't. I feel like, you know, Kenta's one of those people, he comes alive when the lights are the brightest. And so, like, if may if New Japan had given him that spot, maybe. I'm not saying it's guaranteed, definitely in Noah, but like I I I don't want to count out Kenta because I'm gonna be honest, before that match with Osprey, I was like, okay, he might be washed. And then I'm like, okay, like, hold on. Like, you you might still have it in you. So I would just like to see it. I would like to see it. I, I, and Yeah, I mean, I, I saw, like, that in the pro wrestling Noah matches that he had. In the, the tag team matches with Segura. Like, I was like, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe he's got that still in him. But I was like, no. In the G1, I was just like, yeah, the Osprey match was good, but nothing else. I, I, I will tell anybody to go out of their way to see. So I just don't know about Kenta. I've, I've compared Kenta in wrestling terms, in basketball terms. He's basically what Chris Paul was in the 2010s compared to what Chris Paul was in 2020. That's, yeah, yeah like, it, it's it's considerable drop. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. That's very fair. We got a bunch of people in the chat already commenting. Sound off in the in the live chat. Let us know what you think about this Sunday show, NJPW Destruction in Kobe 2023. Give us your predictions on the card. And, of course, if you're joining us live, watching us on demand, we appreciate you. Show that appreciation back. Drop the thumbs up on this video. Share this video with all your wrestling fans, friends, and family on all your favorite social media platforms. If you're new to the True Hill Heat YouTube channel, hit that subscribe button hit the bell to stay notified for all the great content here as we're steadily making our march to 10,000 subscribers uh we love the support that we've been getting this year and we always appreciate that and of course if you're signing off in the live chat if you want to have your comment highlighted you can send a super chat donations those are always important and helps the channel grow so so much we got frantic world in the chat who says what's up sp3 lyric and chat we also got negro buck in the chat who says what's up sp3 and lyric he also says i still need to watch that Osprey Marafuji match. Yes, Get Wrestle Universe. I think it's the probably the biggest bang for your buck out of all the wrestling streaming services. About six dollars a month, and you get DDT, TJPW, Noah, and Gambit Pro. Like you can't really beat that. Like you get four promotions, six bucks a month. They typically have English commentary. Yeah, it's worth it. <laughs> Yeah, the English commentary was really good for Osprey and Marafuji, and 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 I've I've seen all the major kind of like big matches this year, like you were talking about, like the Mirahara versus uh, Nakajima, Nakajima. Uh, Nakamura versus uh, Muto, because that show had the Keno versus uh, Kaito Kiyomiya match, yeah, yeah. which I thought was one of the better matches from Pro Wrestling Noah this year. Uh, he says, "I've been working SP3, so I'm kind of behind. It's all right. It's all right." We're here. We're here to tell you. Go out of your way to watch that. Go out of your way. But 
let's get into NJPW Destruction in Kobe. How excited are you for the show? What's your kind of like your buzz level from one to ten? Um, I'll say I'm at about a seven. Okay. And I, I say that because although I do like this card, obviously this is more so kind of like a stepping stone show to that destruction and Rhea Goku show. So like that's where a lot of the big matches are. But there are matches on this card that I am very, very excited for. Um, I'll get into that later. But I also think, like, I'm just so excited for a New Japan show. It's been a minute. Yes. I know it's, it's, yeah, I, I think it's been a minute. Like, obviously, everybody else has had stuff. And obviously, they've been doing the house shows. But it's good to have, you know, New Japan back at full strength. Like, this is my type of party. Yeah, I was going to say, isn't this like the first kind of major show they've had since the G1 ended, like yep. in Japan? Uh, yep. I know they, uh, you know, Multiverse United and the mm-hmm. All-Star Junior Festival, but in Japan proper, this is the first show. So it's only been a month, but that, that month with so much wrestling, especially because you had All In, All Out. If you watch WWE, you got Payback. So yeah, it's a bunch of wrestling before then. So it makes it feel even longer. Uh, but Let's get into this card. And I would argue with you, Lyric, I, you said, you know, the bigger show might be the one on our, in October. And I'm looking forward to the three-way with Leo, Speedball, and Aromu. That's yes. the match I'm looking forward to the most on that card. I think this card is better. Yeah, uh, okay. I think if, if everybody could show out, it will be the better card. But let's get into the actual card here. Uh, we got a opening matchup of junior heavyweights as the IWGP junior heavyweight tag team champions, the Bullet Club War Dogs. Clark Connors and Drilla Maloney will face one half of the Jet Centers, the number one contenders for the junior heavyweight titles. Uh, Kevin the Jet Knight and Tiger Mass here. Who do you got in this one? What do you think about this matchup? I really do like this matchup. I'm a huge fan of just about everybody in this match. But I think that the War Dogs, specifically Clark Connors and Drilla, are such a great team. Like, I think that the way that they came together was awesome in Best of Super Juniors. I think that they just... I saw their first two matches and it seemed like they had been teaming forever. Like on those new Japan strong independent day shows, like they have great chemistry. I think Dan Maloney is an absolute superstar. Um, I saw him, I got to see him at the rev pro show um, during all in weekend. Like he is incredible. I think Kevin Knight has improved considerably over the summer with all of the work that he's done in impact as well as, I, I mean, I feel like a superstar showcase at All-Star Junior Fest. Um, and Tiger Mask is a legend. He just came off that great six-man tag match that they had. Um, what was that, last week versus yeah. Okada, Tanahashi, and um, Ishii. Ishii? So I think this would be fun. I'm going to lead towards Kevin Knight and Tiger Mask in this one because I do think that Connors and Maloney are going to retain in Rhea Goku. Um, and I think that they should retain in Rio Goku. And so I'm going to lean towards a uh, night and tiger mask, but I think this is going to be a fun opener. Yeah, I think so. I think all the guys here can work well with one another. I'm going to go with the bullet club war dogs to, to make the champs look strong. Cause they could be tiger mask. Tiger mask is not involved in this, in this whole, in this whole feud when, and tiger mask 
is a legend, absolutely, and has had so many great matches, including that match, like you mentioned, against uh, Okada, Tadahashi, and Ishii. But, I mean, he's here to take the loss, isn't he? Yeah. Like that, that's what I can I, I just see that I'm just like yeah he's here to take the loss uh we got frantic world who agrees saying I got bully club war dogs we also got a super chat donation thank you so much from the Negro bug Nick Jackson who says for the Clark Connors agenda he's, hey. he's a Clark Connors fan and he says that Clark Connors should be the leader of the bully club not David Finley I think I would I would more so put that to Gabe kid but I do think I agree. that Clark Connors is the junior ace of Bullet Club. Like, I think, like, each faction has, like, an ace, and then they have, like, a junior ace. Just like in, like, LIJ, you know, there's Naito and there's Hiromu. And I think that Clark is the king of the juniors as as far as Bullet Club is concerned right now. No, I agree with you. I think that he's he's definitely the head of head up of that. And Drilla Maloney, I think he's, he's improving, and I agree with you. That match he had at Rev Pro was really good. I remember that one. Uh, but let's move on to the next matchup we got here. Just five guys being represented by the IWGP World Heavyweight Champion Sonata, Doki, and Takamishinoku to go up against House of Torture's Evil, Yujiro Takahashi, and Dick Togo. Yujiro and Evil Dick, as I like to call them. Uh, this is going to be a preview of the Sonata versus Evil matchup for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship on the Destruction in Ryogoku show. But who do you got getting the win in this trios match then? I'm going for just five guys because I'm the biggest House of Torture hater you can find. I will never. Hey, no, I might be some competition for you because I, I hate them. I never root for House of Torture. If House of Torture has a hundred haters, I'm one of them. If they have one hater, it's me. If they have none, I have. I'm deceased. <laughs> I, I, I like. They will never, ever, ever get a smile out of me. No, wrong. <laughs> tomato, 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 tomato. We are an anti House of Torture uh, channel here, so you're in the right place. You're in the right place. Um, I I hate House of Torture, but unfortunately, Gato doesn't. And <laughs> unfortunately, That's I like to be right more than uh, having an agenda against anybody. So I'm picking House of Torture to get the win, and I think Taka is looking up at the lights. Yeah, I gotta stand on business and. I know. <laughs> even if I'm even if I'm wrong, like I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I am never like when I did my bracket for the G1 originally. Like, do I have it here? Yeah, I had evil originally going zero. Like I wrote out my bracket. I had evil originally going zero in this tournament. I like I'm a hater. Like I'm. So you I'm were so pissed when he played made the playoffs. Pissed at the word. I was. I'm not gonna lie. I was about. There were some times I was looking at that New Japan subscription and be like, I almost unsubscribed. They made me mad. Like, they made me mad. Made you big mad. Big I, I was mad. I was more mad because we could have got Shingo versus Sonata. We could have got Shingo versus we Sonata. Anybody else. Like, literally anybody else. I would have been happier if y'all put Toriano out there. Like, I think I probably would have been happier if y'all could have put Toriano out there. Toriano, I mean, he, At least he's going to put on those classics. It's just like, <laughs> ugh, House of Torture, I feel like they were the low spots of the best of the Super Juniors. Yes. They were the low, low, but 
but I feel like the rest of the quality of the show was so good to where it didn't overwhelm it. But like G1, I feel like they just dragged everything down. Like, yeah, C Block, it was, I just stopped watching evil matches on the C Block show. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, 100%. I just and I think I was, I, like, I was so upset because C Block was so good outside of it. Like, you had Eddie, you had Ishii, like, it was supposed to be murderous row, and then we got the clown with all these guys coming out the clown car. Like, what's going on? And I think for me personally, it's just like I stopped watching certain promotions because like I wanted more wrestling focused content. Like for me personally, entering is above all. That's why I love Japanese wrestling. And it's just like I don't come here for this. I don't come here to be sports entertained. I'm not here to get your sports entertainment nonsense stick off. Exactly. Oh, I don't come here for that. Um, but yeah, no, I I understand. They probably will win. Um, but you'll never be able to say that I rooted for them. <laughs> we got Negro Bucket says, I always pick against them in predictions purely out of spite, but I voted for them this time because I need the points. There you go. There I got to go. stand on business, but I respect you. <laughs> respect the hustle. Respect I the respect hustle. it. Uh, next one, we got another multi-man matchup. It's five on five this time. Ten-man tag is going to be the Gorillas of Destiny re- uh, represented by Tonga, Tonga Loa, Tama Tonga, Hikaleo, El Fantasmo, and Jado versus the Bullet Club War Dogs or, Bullet Cl- or just Bullet Club because Chase Owens is here, David Finley, Alice Coglin, Gabe Kidd, and Gato. This five-on-five is a part of this whole faction warfare going on between the G.O.D. and the Bullet Club. That is why I'm going to go with the G.O.D. on this one. Who do you got? I got to go with G.O.D. Um, I feel like they're just – the people that they have on that team is just stronger. Um, I, I don't know. Like, yeah. But I do think it would be fairly entertaining. But I'm going to go with G.O.D. I think that El Fantasma joining them was a great move for him. Um, and I also think I will say, like, even though Hikaleo wasn't my original choice to make it into, I would say the semifinals for G1, I think, like, he delivered on every opportunity that he was given. And I think that we've seen, I've seen just a ton of growth in him as a wrestler this summer um, from that match he had with Kenta and New Japan Resurgence up through the G1. I think Tomatonga is really awesome. I think Tongaloa has not been the best since returning from injury, but hey, it's a 10 man tag. You can hide his weaknesses there. Yeah. Um, so I'll go with GOD here. I'm gonna agree with you, GOD as well. I, I'm I'm really waiting for World Tag League so we can really kind of see GOD shine because you could put Tama and Tonga back together, and now you got Hikaleo and El Fantasmo who can team together. So now GOD will have two teams, and I feel like those matches will be better against like the Bullet Club War Dogs with like Kid and Coglin against those two those two pairings. I think those would be like the quality here. This will be. Just brawling, some sports entertainment, and then probably a roll-up finish with Absolutely. probably uh, <laughs> probably Tonga pitting uh, Gato. Mm-hmm. That's what Gato loves to book. Uh, we got in the comments here, uh, Frantic World, who says, man, I need the Bullet Club War Dogs to win, but I also want G.O.D. to win. So The thing is, it. these two are going to be fighting each other in some variation for probably the rest of the year, so... 
don't fear. If they don't win here, they're going to win one of these. And like you said, World Tag League is coming up. Junior Tag League is coming up. I'm so excited. Like, I'm not looking forward to my sleep schedule, but I'm so excited for the tournaments. As soon as those names are released, I hope that they really bring in teams from all around the world. Like, I got a wish list. Like, it's going to be awesome, man. I can't wait. What's your number one team for the Super Junior Tag League you want them to put, the one to be in the tournament? Super Junior Tag League. Ooh. I don't know. I feel like they don't exist yet. Like, I want – <laughs> I feel like it's people that I would love to, like, get in, in there together, but they would have to, like – work together like they yeah. like it's so i don't think there's any established teams outside of the ones that already exist like i think that i'm really looking forward to clark connors and um drilling maloney in the league like i think that they're going to be absolutely awesome um i just want other people to like submit people i, I think oh i think good looking guys from over at noah i think that those would be great people to add um i think that um I think they should honestly submit a few people from AEW. Like, I know I wouldn't he, mind that. I wouldn't mind I that, that at all. You just done super juniors before. He would just have to yeah. find a junior partner. That's all. Yeah. He's done super like, juniors. I, I feel like Impact is the best one for them to kind of source for the super junior tag league. Cause I, I instantly, when I, when I asked the question to you, I thought of my answer. My answer would be ABC because they were like the stars of last year's tournament. But yeah. I feel like, kind of feel like their spot is sealed. I would want yeah. more than one. Well, I would want more than one tag team from, uh, from Impact because you got the Rascals there. And I know I, I spoke to Trey Miguel. I think he the wants Rascals to go to Japan. Be- Awesome. I think the Rascals would be awesome in Junior Tag League, actually. I think that that's a great I think that's, yeah, that's a great pick. I think the Rascals would be awesome. And And one, and one people might not think of, but they have been teaming on Impact. They've been like facing each other and teaming, and he's been in New Japan or worked with New Japan so often this year. You gotta have him in the Super Junior Tag League as well. Give me Speedball and John Gresham. Ooh. My only the my only qualm about that is that I feel like I think Speedball is about to have a lot of interesting matches for the rest of the year, and so like the thing is just committing to that schedule. So like I, I'm not sure if because Speedball already took off like you got to think like you know about a month and a half to do Best of the Super Juniors, yeah. so I'm not sure if he's committed to do. But if he is, don't get me wrong, I would be so for that, like beyond for that. But just trying to be realistic. Actually, I do know who I want. my dream is for the um for junior tag league. I want East West Express, Nick Wayne and Jordan Oliver. Um, I was at All Star yeah. Junior Fest when they um teamed up and it was against um El Desperado and Mao from DDT, and it was absolutely insane. One of my favorite tag matches of the year. So that's my pick. That's who I want in junior tag league this year that isn't already expected to be there. East West Express, Nick Wayne, and Jordan Oliver. Give me El Desperado and Mao. Give me Mao and or give me Mao and Speedball. Give me give me Mao and Desperado and Speedball. They had a oh yes. Chemistry. I still need them to have like a singles match, but yeah, give me Desperado. I listen. Can, can we can we can we talk a moment why that should have been the best of Super Junior final because uh, that was like what everybody wanted. You know but 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 we still got a classic. We got a classic. They with, wanted with to push Pecan their and people, and I, I feel like I will say this is what I give credit to New Japan for for best of the Super Juniors. They took a lot of risks with that tournament, 
like a lot of risks. Yeah. And the thing is, that was one of the rare tournaments where I feel like the quality was so high that even though your faves didn't get through to the finish, you were still locked in and you yeah. still cared because I, I, I surely didn't pick Teton nor Master Watto. No one did. No one did. Also, no Teton hooped. Like, Teton made me like a big, big fan. I came out of that tournament a huge Teton fan, and I would love to see him do more just all over the world. I think he's absolutely excellent. And so that's how I feel about Best of the Super Juniors. I'm interested of who Master Watto is going to team up with, though. Yeah. Maybe, sure maybe this whole Best of Seven is leading to him and Desperado teaming with each other. Because they've been having very heated exchanges. They so, sure and, have. I and they and they did establish that both groups are a part of Hontai. Okay. So they, they can go around and say, oh, they're both Hontai, so team them up together. So, yeah, there's a lot of different directions they can go. But I totally agree with you what you said about Best of Super Juniors. In my opinion, I would say this year's Best of Super Juniors got over more people than this year's G1. With, more, with more people in the G1... The best of super junior 100%. Leo Rose's shot, Speedball, Master Wado, Teton, uh, TJP, Akira. After that, Desperado matchup. You have to think about not even just them, of uh, who else? Um, Clark Connors and De Drilla, they came yes. together, they yeah. literally got together during that. Like, so many people shined, and like, it was even like, even, even Taguchi. Taguchi had a good tournament. The whole tournament about him not doing butt stuff. And then when he finally did, he won. That was a great story. <laughs> he only won like once and it was amazing. And I think and it's because like, his pants came down by accident. That's how it's great story. It's incredible. And like, even I think Hiromu did was incredible. He's always incredible, but I think that. He's in my top 10 wrestlers of this year. Um, 100%. This has been 100%. the, this reign as junior heavyweight champion, he's been incredible since Wrestle Kingdom, like all over the world, defending everywhere. And the pops that he gets are insane. Like the, the reaction he gets in the U.S. is nuts. I've been like fortunate to see him, what, twice this year? Unreal type I mean of aura and charisma. As you said earlier, I need to I need to be cleansed because you know when when was the last time I saw Hiromu? Well, no, 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 because I was there. I think he was at um the New York show last October. But mm -hmm. before that, my last time I saw Hiromu live was G One Special 2018. I was in the first row when he versed Dragon Lee and got dropped on his head. Oh. I, I like I literally anytime I hear somebody say see Hiromu live, I have PTSD. It gets back in my head of seeing that moment. And I remember the moment vividly. Um yeah, you need to go see him again to cleanse it. And now that I think about it, I think I saw him four times this year because wow. I he was at I saw him at Capital Collision, All-Star Junior Fest, Forbidden Door, and then the collision the night before they did Ring yeah. of Honor tapings afterwards and he was there. So like yeah, I saw him four times this year. Look at you. Oh, out, out here and brush his shoulder off. Um, <laughs> we got Frantic Rose who says, what team from AEW could be in the junior tag league? I would say uh, if you're not going to do East West Express, you do Darby and Nick Wayne. Yeah. Yeah. That would be. I'm team. not sure if they're going to still be together by that time because obviously, you know, they're teasing a split, but it's time to get Darby in Japan. He, he, he killed it in that Noah show. Um, and so. 
yeah, but I'm gonna be honest, we need Darby and Super Junior, like in Super Junior. So like, can we get Darby versus Hiromu? Like, I've been asking for this since the first Forbidden Door. Yeah. Like, Darby versus Hiromu, if you want to match with two guys who are not going to care about their body, they're just going to be caring about having the most insane match possible, you put Darby and Hiromu in a ring together. Absolutely. I think that... I don't know is if I don't know if Hiromu was booked for next week's New Japan show, but if he's not, I think you can run that at Wrestle Dream, honestly. Like I, I will say, I think that the thing is, I feel like both New Japan and AEW they've been like hesitating on certain matches because they feel like they have all the time in the world, and clearly we don't, you know. Like and so like, hey, if you can pull the trigger, pull the trigger, you know. Exactly. Yeah, I'm sick of that Tony Khan. I'm gonna save this matchup for a rainy day. Give it to me now. Um, <laughs> next match on Destruction in Kobe 2023 is gonna be a tag team matchup. I believe I, I got the wrong one here. Uh, this is the other one, but I'll go to that one next. We got this tag team matchup of Tomohiro Ishii and Kazuka Okada versus Zack Saber Jr. And Bad Dude Tito of TMDK. No real storyline going into this one. Seems like a tag team match to set up something for later. Which I think that is why I am going to choose Okada and Ishii to get the win here. What do you got? I don't know. Like, I don't know. Part of me is like, part of me is like TMDK should win here. Because... I think that they need to like assert their strength as a stable. And I also think like heading into the Danielson match, I think like anything stronger, you know, anything to make, you know, Zack Sabre Jr. look stronger will help. But also at the same time, on the other side, you have Okada and Ishii who are current champions. So maybe the only thing, like the only option here is for a bad dude Tito, Tito to take the pin. So I'd probably go with Okada and Ishii, but I do think that Tito takes the pin you know, keeps um, Saber Jr. strong. 100%. Like, I, I I, always, when it's a New Japan tag match or multi-man matchup, I just look at look at the people involved. I'll be like, who is most likely to take the pin here? And I looked at that match, and I was like, bad dude, Tito. Hey, <laughs> so, sometimes they surprise you, though. Like, sometimes they, do. they surprise you, though. Like, I remember when, who was that that Kosei Fujita pinned while he was still a young lion? I was like, whoa, nobody saw that coming. So, they surprise you sometimes, but just to be safe, picking Okada and Ishii. Yeah, at, at All-Star Junior Fest, I know he scored the pin, but it was over cheeseburger. So I was like, oh, I mean, that adds oh, no, up. It was, yeah, it was. <laughs> I know you're talking about the one in Japan yeah. when he mm-hmm. did in Japan. Yeah, yeah. I forget who, who that was. It was a junior. It was probably, was it from United Empire they were racing? Yeah, I think so. Maybe it was either TJP or Akira. Maybe yeah, Akira. Yeah, yeah, I think I I remember what you're talking about. Uh, another tag team matchup, also involving chaos members on this show. You're gonna have Leo Rush teaming back up with Yo, as I like to call him, Lee Yo, versus Los Inganables de Japones, Hiromu Takahashi and Bushi. This is a preview of the three-way match where Hiromu will defend the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship against Leo Rush and Speedball Mike Bailey. I am very interested to see how Leo Rush's character is presented now in New Japan because he's been very a very heavy heel in Impact Wrestling, and that dictated 
how he basically presented himself in the tag team match that they had at Multiverse United with Hiromu and Speedball versus him and Trey, where he got the win with the low blow. Are they going to also bring that heel act to New Japan here? That's what I'm most interested in this match about. What about you? I'm also interested in that too. Leo Rush is so interesting. So like between All-Star Junior Fest and Multiverse United, he essentially had two different presentations on both nights. So like he came out to his new Japan theme on Saturday, on that Saturday came out to his impact theme that Sunday. And so like, I feel like he has two different personas, you know, like that he does in Japan and that he does stateside. And so I think that that's one really cool. And I think it's very interesting because if we want to think about it, Leo Rush in my opinion, truly came alive into the iteration of who he is right now and absolutely killing it last year in Junior Tag League. When he started teaming up with Yo, everything clicked for him. Like, character, he he always had the wrestling ability, but the character and charisma, it all clicked for him. Yo, teaming with him brings out the best of him. Japan brings out the best of him. And also, like, the thing is, like, he's so loved in japan like yeah hello somebody handed him a baby like a brand new baby <laughs> like you're a best of the super genius he actually talked about it in the article i wrote like oh that's a baby yes and he's black and tattooed and tattoos aren't really <laughs> like i'm saying that because like tattoos aren't really a thing in japan like they're typically yeah. frowned upon and so for a family to hand this newborn baby to a black man with tattoos and dreads, like, no, nah, they love you. They love you down. They love you real bad. So I don't know. Maybe he's maybe he risks it and goes heel. Maybe he, you know, rides the line. I don't care. I think this match is gonna be great. This is a great, 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 great match. Um, on paper. Every time that Leo and Yo team up, I just thoroughly enjoyed it. Hiromu's great. Um, Bushi and Hiromu, obviously, LIJ. I think it's going to be great. Yeah, I think it's going to be a very fun match. But who do you think wins? I'm going to go with um, Leo. I am going to agree with you. I think Leo gets the win. Uh, give Leo some momentum heading into that three-way, which I think is going to be absolutely insane. I can't. Ma- That's the match I'm looking forward to the most. It's a match of the year contender. And honestly, like, for me personally, in my match of the year rankings, I have been putting the junior heavyweight matches in this whole separate column just because they've been so good this year. Like the jun- the juniors just all over the world have been just so outstanding. This one is going to be excellent. Like just excellent. It's I think it has a 4.25 minimum. It's yeah. coming in with that at minimum. Because you have to take into account, like Leo, Leo, uh, Leo, and Hiromu was like four and three quarters in the New Japan Cup final. Then uh, four and three quarters for Hiromu and Speedball in Kurgan Hall. Then Hiromu and Leo too was also great. That was like four stars. Speedball and Leo probably had the most underrated match of the entire year because not enough people was talking about how that was. That was that was this generation's Ricochet and Will Ospreay. That was like the the the, the child of it. Literally every combination of these three guys has slapped. Period. Like, it's just going to be really good, I think. And also, you have to think, like, these are already really good wrestlers, but each of them are currently doing the best work of their career right now. 
like right now, like we have like not just three great wrestlers, we have three great wrestlers who are in their primes like right now. Insane. It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be a bunch of fun. We're gonna preview that in about a week or so. But let's get more into destruction in Kobe with our first title match on the card. Lyric here. We got Tai Chi defending the King of Pro Wrestling 2023 Provisional Championship against Show of House of Torture. And this match will be a seconds handcuff match where the seconds from uh, from House of Torture and Just Five Guys will be handcuffed to one another on the outside at ringside. It's KOPW for you. I got Tai Chi winning I, I, because I cannot see Show winning this title. You know, I'm a hater. I'm a hater through and through. Um, tai Chi, please. The, tai Chi. Tai Chi win. I also, I really do. I will say I've really enjoyed all of the King of Pro Wrestling belt matches this year. And I think a lot of that is due to just the work that Shingo did earlier this year. That match she had with Aaron Hanare earlier this year was my favorite out of WrestleMania weekend, period. It was the best. It was the best match that entire weekend um one of the best of the year um tai chi um since he's won it he's been great i think tai chi's just been excellent this year like he's now like this faction leader and like uh, but also still like heavily wrestling he's like this mastermind he started a youtube channel like tai chi's been excellent this year um so yes i'm rooting for him um, because he's great, but also because I hate House of Torture. <laughs> She's like, also, you know, the real reason, uh, I hate House of Torture. Um, <laughs> I yeah. love it. I love it. I love how you say it with your chest. Uh, Frantic World says, this type of match might work for show. I could see him getting the win. No. Hope not. If no. this was the show from like 2019, maybe we can talk. But this is show in 2023? No. Let's not do that. How about no to that? Uh, let's go to the next matchup here. We got IWGP Heavyweight Tag Team Championships up for grabs. It's going to be Bishamon, Hiroki Goto, and Yoshihashi versus TMDK's Mikey Nichols and Shane Hayes. These two teams met earlier in the year at new on the New Beginning Tour with Bishamon retaining the IWGP Tag Team titles then. Bishamon went on to lose the tag team titles to Aussie Open before the injury to Mark Davis uh, meant they relinquished the titles and they won back the gold at Dominion before losing the NJPW Strong Overweight titles to Bullet Club War Dogs. And now they have their first uh, challenge since then. I'm thinking we might see a title change here. Like, I, I, I think that it's not too far off because you have to put into account how New Japan books sometimes. That's what I put in my brain is that this is TMDK's third title shot this year. They got a title shot at Bishamon in New Beginning, got the shot at Aussie Open, one of my favorite tag team matches of the year with TMDK and Aussie Open. I think this might be the time to to make that to make that uh that turn there because Bishamon they're going to have another title reign. We know this. So it doesn't matter if they lose it now. They're going to get it back eventually. So I think you go with it. I'm going with TMDK. What about you? 100% going with TMDK. I think that we have to remind ourselves, Bishamon was never supposed to get the belts back to start with. Yes. 
it only happened because, you know, Mark Davis got injured, Aussie Open, and then we were stuck with this impossible choice between Bishamon and House of Torture. So you know who I'm picking. <laughs> so you already know who I'm picking. And that wasn't just to carry one set of belts. It was two. They obviously split them during the New Japan Strong Independence Day show. Yeah. But in addition to that, I think Bishamon, since since all that happened, Bishamon has been kind of like transitional champs. Obviously, yeah. it's been supposed to go to somebody else. TNBK has earned this. TNBK has been excellent this year. I feel like they have just put it all together as a faction with Zack Sabre Jr. having a bet, a great year. You have Robbie Eagles. You've added on Kosei Fujita. You have Bad Dutito. You have just, I feel like, an incredible tag team, Mikey Nichols and Shane Hayes. And they also just exceeded all expectations this year during the G1 as singles yeah. competitors. Um I, it's it's time for the for the boys. I'm here for it. I think you know Aus, Aussie is Aussie 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 is taking over wrestling. I'm here for the boys. I want I'm ready for um, TMDK to become IWGP Heavyweight Tag Champs. Hysterical Shane Haste. Yes, he's he's my favorite. I, I love, uh, he's I hilarious. <laughs> and also Mikey Nichols is just insane. Like yeah, when <laughs> when he did, <laughs> I remember when I was watching the G1 and like. Those headbutts, I said. The Hanari match, yes. I, that, that, as I soon said, as you said G1, I was like, the Hanari match? When like, he almost killed him? When he almost killed him and himself? I didn't even talk. Like, I, I, like, and the thing is, it's like, you're up at me in my bed at, like, what is it? 5.30 a.m. I said, oh. Like, oh. Like, y'all, did y'all learn nothing from Shibata? Like, that's crazy. I was like, like when they were doing the headbutts, I was like, oh, that's disgusting. And when he started bleeding, I from the head, like you could tell that was cracked. That was that was because skull. he was going head first into a Samoan man's head. What was he thinking? <laughs> he didn't learn any lessons from watching wrestling as a kid. Insane. He never it sold was, the turnbuckle. <laughs> this is insane. And I it was like one of those things where I was just like, whoo, I love progressive because yeah, you're not gonna find this anywhere else on that on, on American TV. I promise you that. I promise you that. And even though, like, yeah, no, I seriously never do that again, Mikey Nichols. Never. Yeah, please don't. Please please don't. I, I much prefer your match with Eddie Kingston from the G1 than yeah. that one. I, I'm never gonna watch that back. I'm sorry. That was I, 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 I was, it just surprised me a bit when he had did that because the thing is, I had never seen a Mikey Nichols singles match before, so I didn't know you was crazy like that. Like, you know, I feel like wrestlers that everybody has a nickname. And so he was like mad, Nike Nichols. I'm like, okay. Like everybody always wants to talk about how crazy they are. Like, woo. I was like, nah, you got it. My fault, gang. My fault. You really are. Wow. You just got it. You just all the way gone. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's, we learned. We learned. We learned. (laughs) We learned a lesson today. Yes. We both got. We both got TMDK new champions. Uh, let's see if Bishamon can retain. Uh, but next up, we got a grudge match, special challenge match. Shingo Takagi going.
going one-on-one with the Great Okan. This is another faction warfare matchup as the faction war between LIJ and United Empire heats up. Shingo Takagi was attacked by Great Okan following the G1 Climax 33 final after a multi-man match between LIJ and United Empire. And both of these men are trying to rebound from the G1 where Shingo kind of uh, kind of lost at the last hurdle against Evil before the playoffs. While Great Okan really struggled with only, I think, one or two wins the yeah. entire G1 uh, this year. So very much a struggle. I'm going to go with Shingo Takagi here, Lyric, only because I feel the Shingo win over David Finley is going to come back into play either before we get to Wrestle Kingdom or at Wrestle Kingdom. So I think that he gets the win here to set up him coming out to be the next challenger for Finley on uh, the October 8th show. So that's why I'm going with Shingo. What you got? I first would like to say that it feels so good to get Shingo Takagi singles matches again in New Japan outside of the tournament. Like, we made it a drought. Like, oh my God, it's been a drought. Like, Shingo is like one of my all time favorite wrestlers. Like, period. Like, he's up for me, like, he's up there with the Danielsons, Okadas, the Omegas, Ospreys of the world. Like, I love Shingo. And so I hope that this, more than anything, even though, yeah, I do think he's going to win, but I hope that more than anything, that this is a sign that New Japan is ready to start pushing him back to the top of the card. Because he's, what, 40 at this point? And he is killing it. But obviously, he's not going to be able to perform at this level forever. So while he still can, he needs to be at the top of the card. And honestly, that Osprey match at RevPro was a great example of that. Shingo Takagi is still one of the best wrestlers to ever do it, period. And so I'm excited for it. Great Okan did have a lackluster tournament, and I feel like Shingo was robbed out of his tournament. And so robbed. Should have been evil. He should have been evil. What are we doing? I have never, like, I'm not going to lie. That, that was, now that was the moment where I almost broke up with two New Japan. Like, <laughs> y'all had me excited. Y'all done brought Hiromu out there and all that stuff. And then you had Shingo go out like that. Like, I I lost it. Like, I lost it. Like, I really lost. I almost two-pieced my television. I don't blame you. I that was like uh, it was it was that I like I agree I agree with you about uh, what you said earlier with Hikaleo who kind of stepped up in bigger moments, but I didn't think he should have made the the playoffs. I was like I was like you had all three three uh three Musketeers and Kaito Kiyomiya, and you went with Hikaleo. Like I was just conf- those were the two things Hikaleo and Evil making the playoffs where I was just like we were in hell. I'm I'm pretty sure there was better choice. Like we we could not not evil. We could have picked Shingo, Eddie Kingston, or uh, Eddie Kingston or Tori Ishii. Like we had those three choices, but we went with evil. We had the three three Musketeers and Kaito Kiyomiya, and we went with Hikaleo. Choices by Gato. I understand they wanted to tell an Lij story, but not him. Not him. Not him. You could have told the same LJ story with Shingo. It's just like 
Gato. Why? Well, Why? they wanted they wanted to. I guess with Sonata, they wanted to like eventually go back to like the whole Sonata evil, like the whole yeah. their history. Yeah. Guys, I don't care. <laughs> I, I'm gonna be real. Like, I don't care. This isn't even me trying to be like all smart wrestler analyst. I don't even care enough. Like, get House of Torture off my screen. Like, dead ass. <laughs> like, and especially it's one thing, like, I feel like they get annoying like, in Best of Super Dreams, like, they were annoying but they didn't make it to the final, so it was like, oh no harm, no foul, Yeah, you know and my thing is, like House of Torture was annoying during, like G1, but in the block match, we were like, well, they'll never advance so, like, you know, it's okay, like and then, like, to make it to the final four, I was screaming, crying, throwing up Screaming, crying, throwing up. Like, why would you do? Like, why would you do that to me? I don't know why Gato does these tricks to me. Even though, uh, oh, one World Tag League team that I will give credit to uh, our good friend Sanal was going to be joining us on Destruction and uh, Kobe review that we're doing on Monday. Shingo and Yoda Suji. Oh yeah, I'm here for it. I'm oh, yeah. I'm so here for it now. I'm so here for it. Oh yeah, World Tag League is gonna be fun. Your World Tag League is gonna be fun. I hope Claudio participates. I would love to see, you know, him and um. Moxley. I don't know who who his yeah maybe Moxley, and who else like. I my biggest goal is getting access in World Tag League. Um, Go Shizaki and Kasiko Nakajima from Noah. That is that's. My number one agenda. That's my agenda. But Shingo and Yoda Suji, oh, I love them as a team. I think that they're going to be fantastic. Tony, please part with Aussie Open for a month. You don't use them that often and that important, so we can use them here for a while. He uses them all the time, though. <laughs> now he does. Now he does. Don't don't get me started, Lyric, because I'm I'm gonna get started because I, I I think I asked you to join us for the Wrestle Dream preview. Trust me, I'm gonna be complaining for about an hour of why Aussie Open lost to the Sex Gods. Why? Now I will why? say that was crazy. Why? That was crazy. But I'm just saying, like he uses them. All. Yeah, no, he he does he does use them. Every, but it's yeah. just like if you were gonna have that them be the two two things. If you were gonna have them be the team that versus FTR at a pay per view. Why did you do that? If you were going to have Jericho and Sammy face each other at Grand Slam and now feud, why did you do that? Here's the thing. I'm not excusing it because I think it, I do believe it was stupid. However, I think that Wrestle Dream is geared, it's kind of more so in the same vein of Forbidden Door. Oh, so oh yeah. the fans that are going to tune into Wrestle Dream aren't just fans that only watch AEW. There are also fans who watch New Japan. Yeah. So what I mean by that is for Wrestle Dream, it doesn't matter who Aussie Open has paced in the last couple weeks, who they won against or who they lost to. Real pe- people who watch wrestling, uh, like all types of wrestling, specifically Japanese wrestling in addition to AEW, know that Aussie Open is the best tag team in the world. It doesn't matter if they lost. They could lose every day of the week from now until Wrestle Dream. And for me, it wouldn't take anything off of this match simply because we know what they're capable of. And also at the end of the day, like it is just a rematch from last year's Royal Quest yeah. too. So I maybe that was the rationale. Like, I feel like for this particular match, Aussie Open is a team that could lose and lose nothing 
off oh, of yeah. the momentum, in my opinion. But I do believe losing to the sex gods was stupid. Yeah, it's just like, why? There was no yeah. reason for it. There was no reason. What was the reason? I, I, that's the thing that gets me upset. Like, I don't get upset if my favorite wrestler loses. I don't get upset if if you know something something I would have booked didn't happen. No, I get upset when booking doesn't make sense. And like when it doesn't make sense, that will get a rant from me. That will get me heated because it's just so simple. And it's just when it's so obvious that was the right result. Even at the time, not even in retrospect, at the time. That I was agree. I was very confused. I was very um very, very, very confused. And I would just and but see, here's the thing. That's also the thing. I've realized for me to enjoy wrestling, particularly in, in American wrestling, there's a lot of stuff that I just have to block out and pretend that just didn't yeah. happen. And so yeah. that's one of those things. Like I was, I, I pretended it didn't happen when it happened. <laughs> See, we all need to follow lyric. We all just pretend it didn't happen and just keep it moving. Well, what is going to happen is the semi-main event for this Sunday, Tensuyo Naito going one-on-one -on -one with Jeff Cobb. Of course, this is a result of Jeff Cobb defeating Tensuya Naito on day one of the G1 Climax 33 tournament. The same tournament that Tensuya Naito went on to win by beating Kazuka Okada in the, in the main event of the G1 Climax 33 final. Usually, this would mean he would be defending his Tokyo Dome contract against Jeff Cobb, but because Okada decided he wasn't going to defend the contract last year, Naito said he didn't think he did, needed to defend the contract until a little bit of pressure from Jeff Cobb. Tensuya Naito created his own contract to walk around with a piece of paper with some writing. Probably doesn't even say match or anything like that mm -hmm. on it. Uh, and he's going to put that on the line against Jeff Cobb. So if Jeff Cobb wins, maybe, possibly, he will be in the main event of Tokyo Dome. I but think... Naito is hilarious because he was like, we can wrestle, but you're not getting this, bro. Like, do you understand what I had to go through to finally get my main event? Naito's been talking about this main event forever, and always something comes in the way, whether it's a fan vote or something. Like, even, you gotta think, he was even the main event of the Mudo show at the Tokyo Dome this year, and still... And then Chono <laughs> And then Chono happened, which was amazing. One of the best moments, I think, in wrestling ever that was beautiful it was so emotional and beautiful but i say all this to say like naito is never coming up off this title shot do y'all hear me like come hell or high water you gonna have to get it back in blood like no and so jeff cobb is just like don't get me wrong i love jeff cobb i think he's had an incredible year and i hope that new japan finds a way to reward him for all of the great stuff that he's done like he you know he wrestled kenny this year he had an excellent showing in the G1. Um, he's just been so solid. Like, just so Great solid. rivalry with Zack Sabre Jr. Absolutely. the TV title. Absolutely. He's been just so solid. Um, and I think, like, he's just so athletic. And he's also one of those people who's 40, and you can't tell. Like, he's just still in peak physical condition. And I think he's still one of the most athletic and, you know, strongest wrestlers in the world. Um, he's not going to win this match. But I truly do hope you know maybe he is the person like eventually who takes that tv title maybe he is the person who you know can go into that never open weight you know title scheme or honestly maybe it's time for him to come to america for a while and challenge for some of these you know new japan strong titles um 
I think there's the options are limitless for him, but I think he's awesome. Um, Naito's gonna win though. Um, yeah, Naito's gonna win though. He's never coming up off that contract. And nine times out of ten, what's he probably has that contract written in crayon and it says you snooze, you lose, or something. Like he's never coming up off that. Especially he wrote it in Japanese, so Jeff Cobb doesn't even know what he's winning if he does win. But I agree <laughs> with you. I think Naito gets the win, and I'm interested to see how good this match will be. Because sometimes I expect a lot from these two, and it's just good at best. But I hope that they can even have an even better matchup. I thought their match in the G1 was really good, though. Yeah. Uh, Let's go to the main event, which I think I have no doubt whatsoever, Lyric. This is going to be match of the night. Oh, it's gonna yeah. Be, it's going to be Will, Will Ospreay defending the IWGP US UK Heavyweight Championship against Yoda Suji. Of course, this match was set up after Suji pinned Osprey in a multi-man matchup back at the G1 Climax 33 final. Since then, these men have interacted in multiple multi-man matches with Suji somehow, some way, despite being about maybe 50 to 70 pounds more than Osprey and a few inches taller, seems to go move for move, pace for pace, speed for speed with Will Osprey every single time they're in the ring with one another, which makes me very excited for this matchup. Lyric, who do you got winning? Do you think Will Ospreay can survive the Suji shock? Sonata survived it. The G1 survived it. Can Ospreay just survive it? Oh, man. I will say Big Suge been looking good, y'all. Like, he has been... He's been beating Will Ospreay ass. <laughs> and it's been really, really interesting. I don't know because I feel like it's clear that now Osprey is not going to challenge for the IWGP title at Russell Kingdom. And I feel like he's been winning so much, but where does he go, you know, from here? You know, like, yeah. he's been winning, obviously, these big matches, these stellar matches, and obviously he has the championship, but where does he go? You know, like, where does he go from here? Like, what's the next step? Obviously, you run back the Kenny match at Wrestle Kingdom for, you know, the third one, but, like, even that, that doesn't require the title. And also, part of me believes that it's time for, especially after the G1 when they didn't do it, think that it's time for New Japan's going to have to pull the trigger on one of these guys. Like, if they're the future, let them be the future. Like, you know? And Yoda Suji, out of all of them, I think is the most main event ready. Like, he yes. is. And also, what, and it's even so interesting because I feel like with um, Rin and Shota is clear that they're competing against each other and Yoda is just like he's always looking above them like yeah. he's always looking above them and just like nah like these are when he sees the Ospreys, the O'Connors the Knights, he's like these are my people like yep. these are my people like forget y'all and I, like, I, start, I started in the main event I ain't going back down exactly like he's so he he's just he's a star and I think like he's so athletic and if you wanted to build the perfect wrestler in a laboratory, you'd get Yoda Suji. He reminds me so much of like his body type reminds me of a young Kenta Kobashi. Like yeah. he is like on paper, which you would want out of, you know, if you built a wrestler in a lab. That's why when I found out he used to play American football, I was like, thank God Vince McMahon did not find him first. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> Thanks. Well, I don't know. I think this match is going to be 
absolutely exquisite. I'm going to lean towards Osprey, but I will say I don't. I would not be surprised if Suji won. I would not be surprised if Suji won. And I think, like you know, hey, Osprey needs a little bit of adversity right now. Like I feel like you know, he needs some real. I'm not saying that he has to lose, but I feel like he needs. Because right now it's like, what's next? You know, obviously, you know, the contract is coming up. But like, storyline wise, like, you know, what's next for the the last world beater? And I feel like losing the Yoda Suji, you know. Yeah, I I don't know. So I can't see it right now with what, like, I think that October is gearing up to be like his another all timer month after after august was an all-timer month with his performance in the g1 the naito match and jericho and shingo in one weekend uh his his january was crazy with the omega matchup and working you know uh ref pro in all new japan and then into the uh tai chi matchup at the beginning of uh, february so he's had multiple months where multiple like four-star matches but his october lyric his october though like if if I'm right with my prediction, I told you on social media, I think it's Osprey and Shibata because of that. How they introduced the Shibata being at Wrestle Dream, he noted, "I'm one of the best wrestlers in the world, and I want to prove it." And we never got a follow up from the Forbidden Door angle they we did with Koso. They we never did. followed up with that, so that just made my mind be like. Maybe we're finally gonna this this whole Russell Dream feels like Forbidden Door 2.5 because it's all the matches Tony yeah. wanted to do the last <laughs> two years. <laughs> yeah, it, it does, and I feel like the energy around it is just insane, and that's why I knew I just needed to be there. I like so I for Osprey Shibata, I want that match, but I'm not sure. Like, does Tony even have the power to like book two new Japan talents in a match? Shibata's not a new Japan talent. Oh, yeah. They don't allow him to wrestle. And when he when they basically rebranded L.A. Jojo to New Japan Academy, that ended his run as the the trainer for the Jojo. So he he basically has no connections to New Japan. He's not signed, but uh, like he recently like what was that last month? He was doing like signings at like New Japan shows in Japan. So, huh? I listen. Shibata is one of my all-time favorites. I don't know where my towel is, but it's somewhere <laughs> around here. Um, and I think Osprey is one of my favorite wrestlers. And so if I, <laughs> I just get if I see Osprey versus Shibata, bro, it's over with. Like, see now, I, now I'm just gonna keep vocalizing this to to wish this into <laughs> fruition for you. Now I'm living vicariously through you, Larry. I was wait, what, what I've been at Forbidden Door, All In. Um, I d- I'm going to Wrestle Dream. I will have seen the Rev Pro Show in addition to Capital Collision and also like the amount of dream matches I've witnessed this year. <sighs> I think I think like, overload right now. No, seriously, I'm really overloading. Like, I'm really overloading, and my bank account is underloaded. <laughs> Uh, you know, I'm I'm still struggling since after All Out, so I, I I know how you feel. I know how you feel. I know how you feel. But yes, I I'm I think that is gonna happen at Wrestle Dream, and then he's got uh he's got Speedball Mike Bailey at Bound for Glory in Chicago. Uh, he's got he's got Royal Quest with Zack Saber Jr. That's supposed to be the main event. So I think he's gonna win here. 
and he's gonna gear up for he's that's four star match. That's that's three four star matches. I just named minimum. Okay, minimum. 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 Four to five. Four to five in that range. Four to five star matches. Oh my god. Like, oh my god. It'd be absolutely like I'm literally yeah. So Will Ospreay needs to look good on this show and get ready for a huge month. But I think Yoda Suji, I think there's gonna be like a 25, 30 minute matchup, and Suji's oh, gonna come out of this a lot stronger than even he did after Dominion, where I thought that was a great debut for him. Yeah, it's a great debut, but like respectfully, like Osprey is a better wrestler than Sonata, and yeah. that was great. This is going to be excellent. Like, so looking forward to it. So looking. They they've just been teasing us with these multi man matches, and I just been like, yo, anytime they're in the ring together, it's like ridiculous. Like this guy should not be moving this fast. He's too big to be moving as fast as Osprey, but he is, and that's why I can't wait. But that is all the matches for Destruction in Kobe 2023. It's so much fun talking about this card with you, Lyric. Thank you so much for joining us today. And I hope you enjoy the show on Sunday, just like everyone else watching. Of course, I'll be up live tweeting. So if you're an insomniac like me, you'll see me on Twitter. What is the start time for that on Sunday? I think it's like 5-ish. Oh, 5 a.m.? Probably. 5 a.m. Eastern. I could do I could do that. That works for me. My kids wake like, me up at that time every day. Ah! <laughs> like, I'm, trying to, do that. I'm trying to catch. Wait, no, actually it's 3 a.m. No, so it's 3 a.m. Ah, see, see, this is it's this is where I knew I knew I knew it because it's on a Sunday, and Sunday they either do they either do like like late night Sunday, they'll do like sometimes I think they had a show that started at like 12 a.m. Eastern, and they had one that started at like 1 a.m. Eastern. So I knew this oh, yeah, one would probably be shows. like so those good. are those are clutch. Those are cl- the 1 a.m. and the 12 a.m. shows. I was like, oh, I like this. I will um, say, I just don't know what I'm gonna do just because there's so many shows. So, like, there's so many shows. There's the DDT show, obviously. Yeah. Um, they're gonna finally show that. Um, what is it? The bullet train match. Um, awesome with awesome. Sancho Takagi and yes, um, yes. Suzuki, those mainstream kings. There's the Chris Brooks versus Saki Akai for the DDT. Wait, no, for the KOD Open Weight Championship. And what's the other one? Oh, Matt Cardona and Maki Ito are wrestling. Um, for GCW? No, for DDT. <laughs> in what? Japan. Oh, shit. In Japan <laughs> this cool. weekend. Um, Noah has Psycho Clown versus El Hio del Dr. Wagner Jr. They've had an excellent feud. I can't wait for that one. And then we have Go Shiozaki versus Jake Lee for the GHC Heavyweight Championship. Obviously, G- Go Shiozaki just won the N1 Victory Tournament. And then we have this, Destruction and Kobe. So, like, there's a million shows happening. Charge up all your devices, people. It's going to be a fun ride. <laughs> I need multiple devices for that. So get ready. And that starts a whole whirlwind of a week because you got that. If you watch all of wrestling, you got a WWE show coming up. You got uh, Wrestle Dream. You got NXT, no, no Mercy. So, yeah, some great stuff for wrestling fans. And that's why we love having Lyric here to talk about some <laughs> New Japan Pro Wrestling. Lyric, thank you so much for joining me. Please let everyone know where they can follow you on social media, everything you got going on, Max and Graps. 
and everything in between. Let the people know. Well, thank you all for having me. Um, it's always a pleasure. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Lyric Wrestling. Maps and Graps will be back last week. I took a couple weeks hiatus, but we'll be back next next week talking about all of these things as well as continuing five-star grand prix coverage and stardom. The tournament is coming to a close very soon. And so interesting to see who actually pulls out the victory, especially with Yatami Hayashishta apparently being injured. So that, I know that throws a wrench in things. So lots to talk about, but yeah, you can find me on Thursdays, maps and graphs out on all platforms. Man, stardom had two, there are two potential winners. Get that injured. is nuts. Like that that's is, crazy. That's that crazy. was cra- like it was. It was all sewed up after that cage. The the twelve woman cage match. It was all sewed up for Saya and Yatami to go to the final together, and the scary. winner win the the whole thing and both get in. And I think like you know the big thing is for next week. Stardom has been holding that Yatami Julia match in their back pocket for the longest, and they were finally going to run it next week. And I don't know, like, I don't know what the extent of the injury is or anything. We still don't know. Obviously, she got pulled from the matches this weekend. And so she's forfeiting all of those. And so that's crazy. Like, you know, the rumors were that Saya was supposed to be the original winner of the five star. Then, you know, um, she gets injured in the first match versus Tam. And then, you know, there were rumors that Yutami was supposed to be win it and become the first woman to win it twice. And now she's injured. It's a lot. There's a lot happening in the Joshi universe. Like, you know, especially Skabon debuted last night at yes. New York. Yo, Skabon, I want to talk about you on my channel. Give me some media passes, yo. I hit y'all people up. Y'all need, yeah, they had me join a waiting list and stuff. They ain't yeah, even hit me also, up. Come on, I man. I need y'all to, like, stop streaming on TikTok. Uh, yeah, that, that too. That, that, that stream too. was terrible, but... The show seemed great. The vibe seemed immaculate. So there's a lot going on in Joshi wrestling. Yeah. A lot going on in Japanese wrestling. Lots going on in wrestling. So I'll Indeed. be covering all of it. So we got to have Lyric back on when we have Scott back on at the end of the G, uh, <laughs> the end of the five star Grand Prix, and we'll talk ever everything five star Grand Prix. I'm still on my catch up right now. I, I think I have one show from this week, and then a couple of shows from August that I need to co- catch up on. Oh, I'm yeah, trying to do I, that before next weekend. When the I final happens, catch, I have to catch up for this week. Like, I've, I just started school, so like trying to like do all this is like insane. And so, yeah. start them with the uploads, like because they're delayed sometimes. It's yes, like, but I will. That's be why, like, up. there's like four or five shows from August I didn't watch because they uploaded them late. So mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, gotta. So I need moving. to catch up. Yeah, I gotta catch up on that and this because September 30th, five star Grand Prix ends, but. I'll be talking about all of that on social media. So check me out at True Hill SP3 on the Twitter machine. Check out our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash True Hill Heat, $3 a month. Our final week of season five of the Prediction Championship is concluding. And also follow us on all social media platforms at True Hill Heat. And check out all the great content we got on the channel right now, like the premiere of Rated Raw Review with myself. And Rob Wilkins reviewing this week's Monday Night Raw. Yes, we are no longer doing the Raw Watch Along. It's now a review, rated Raw review. So 
check that out. Check out yesterday's AE Ramble episode 112, Respect the Grand Slam, reviewing AEW Dynamite Grand Slam, Eddie Kingston's big moment, MJF and Samoa Joe having a banger in the main event. And check out tomorrow, 11.05 a.m. Eastern Time, the True Hill Heat flagship podcast, where we'll talk about Grand Slam, but we'll also talk all about the mass WWE releases. Who's who's one do you think we'll see in New Japan from yes that got released I from WWE hope, I would hope I really want to see Shelton Benjamin go on one. And honestly, I really don't want to see him in New Japan. I want him to go back to Noah. I want him to go back on a Noah run. Uh, but if he goes in New I, Japan, I think it'd be great too. I think he could be a great coach on the strong side, you know, with Fred Rosser. And yeah. I think he can be a great wrestler too. So I think I I want to see Mustafa Ali in the best of Super Oh, yeah. I have to I have to see that. I have to oh, see him yeah. against Romu. I have to see him against all these guys. So yeah, that's the person I would see. Uh, as far as Shelton Benjamin, I literally spent ten minutes on yesterday's show booking Shelton Benjamin's chase for the Ring of Honor World Championship oh, because he's never won a world title. And the guy that he, that is the champion right now is a guy that never won a world title. Also, so I think it just makes a lot of sense. Listen, I'm a South Carolinian, and so Shelton Benjamin will always be the gold standard to me. Um, I'm I'm all for that. I think that he has a lot. I think that he has a lot to offer the industry. Obviously, like he has about what two, three years before he turns fifty. But like in wrestler years, that doesn't mean anything anymore. Yeah. Um, and I think he just has a lot to offer. And so I'm I'm rooting for him. I really do hope that he goes back to Japan, either even doing like the stateside shows or going across you know hey the it'll be done like the what is it the non-compete is over i think december 20th and so just in time for all these new year shows and um because you know there's gonna be plenty i'm going to tokyo so i'm super excited ah that's exciting yeah (laughs) so hopefully i get to see everybody um and i would love to see him out there Got a Shelton Benjamin is the best before we sign off here. Yes, I agree. We'll talk all about the mass WWE releases tomorrow, 11.05 a.m. Eastern time. Join us for that. But for now, for Lyric, it is me. It is me, your True Hill Phenom SP3. This has been our NJPW Destruction in Kobe 2023 preview. We are signing off until 